Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. So, JJ is a diehard Dolphins fan uh, up there in New York. He's on an island. Most of the New Yorkers go to Miami. He's not a person from Miami. He's just a Dolphins fan in New York. It's very strange. Do you believe in Tua? I do. If he could stay on the field. I think that's the million-dollar question, Danny. I do believe in Tua. But like, saw, okay, like, so, so as what? Because in the AFC especially, you've got to be great, right? Like Josh Allen, great. Burrow, great. Mahomes, obviously, great. There's Rodgers, there's Lamar, there's Deshaun, there's, there's the, there, there are elite talent, there's Trevor Lawrence, there are his elite talents, physical specimens. You In the AFC for a decade with all those dudes, you believe? Uh, if the durability is something that he can handle and harness, look at what he did last year in McDaniel's system. Now I understand he had two of the premier wide receivers in the sport, Tyreek Hill, Say what you want about him personally. He's an incredible talent at wide receiver. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, uh, and listen, people wondered, leaving Kansas City, would he still perform? He transformed Miami's offense in addition to Mike McDaniel. I love Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle makes big plays. They have an offense that's full of speed, and they are well-coached. Tua is a smart quarterback. He's an accurate quarterback. I saw him against Buffalo in snow. Remember, everybody said, oh, they can't play in snow. They can't move the ball in snow. They were up 10 points in the fourth quarter in Buffalo in the snow before the defense completely fell apart. Look, he's a small guy. He has missed way too much time over the last two years. Forget about the concussions for a second. 2021, Danny, this is a guy who missed five or six games with injury. Alabama, his hip missed an extended period of time. When he has been on the field, the Dolphins win. That's all there is to it. Now, do I think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes? Of course not. Do I think he's as good as Joe Burrow? Of course not. But I think the talent that Miami has on both sides of the ball, dude, they are loaded, man. I know, but that's a, di- that's a different question because I like Jalen Hurts has everything in the world around him and was great, and Tua has everything in the world around him. And was great. But I do think when you have everything in the world around you, there are some questions about if I'm talking about like you're the franchise quarterback for a decade, you're not always going to have everything in the world around you, right? Like Pat Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill, wins the MVP, uh, doesn't have a receiver get a thousand yards, doesn't have a running back get a thousand yards, leads the league in passing. And, and obviously, like holding everyone to the Mahomes standard is ridiculous, but I guess like. I, I once talked to an NFL general manager who said, my job is to evaluate and isolate 
individual talent amidst the team sport, right? If the quarterback can't throw the deep ball, that doesn't mean I don't have a great deep ball receiver. I might. I got to evaluate him. So, like, if you stripped it and Tyreek Hill tore his ACL and it was maybe just Jalen Waddle, you know, like, like, is he good enough with because they got a what a top five, top six supporting cast in the NFL, maybe on offense? Like, I think on offense, that's fair. Yeah. If he had the 15th best offense around him in the NFL, would you believe in him? Uh, believe in him to do what? Be good. What? Like, like elevate, ele- elevate the people around him. Like, how if they got the 15th level of talent around him, are they a top? 14 or better offense because he makes them better or are they are i think right more- around that i think we're right around that now okay you could make the same argument about a guy like kirk cousins well that's that's like i'm wondering is he really dak prescott kirk cousins Derek carr like he's a alex smith like he, like those guys were like as good as the talent that you had around them. Well, they're going to be starting quarterbacks, but you don't know what kind of starting quarterback. I still think it's early in his career to say, hey, definitively, this is what he's going to be. Think about this with Eli. And Eli is a weird example. Eli had one of the weirdest NFL careers ever. You, he he did. really did when you think about it. Yeah. His first couple of years, Danny, if you would have asked me this question and we were doing this podcast about Eli Manning being a guy elevating guys in postseason play, I would have been like, uh, no, I, I, I don't see it. So I like to give a quarterback like a, I, I almost feel like they need like a four or five. Now certain guys, Joe Burrow immediately, you're like, holy smokes. His second year, he's taking a team to the Super Bowl and is right on the doorstep of winning a championship. That's when you kind of are putting like that rarefied air. He's not in that sentence. Like, I'm not going to put Chua in the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Do I think he has a chance throughout his career, if durability is fair and he's on the field, to be one of the 12 to 14 best quarterbacks in the league? I'd put my money on that. Okay. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus where would you put your money on them finishing in the AFC East? I'm still putting them second. I want to pick them first. I'm not going to come on and wave pom-poms on the air. I can't do that. No, he, so, so first behind or second behind who? Buffalo. So you have the Jets finishing third. I do. I'm sure the Jet fans listening are going to be thrilled. My buddies, they're going to be uh, roasting me for this when I see them on the golf course. Uh, here's my thing with the Jets. I don't like banking on guys on the back nine of their career. Even if it's Aaron Rodgers, even if it's Aaron Rodgers with a chip on his shoulder, that concerns me. That frightens me. 
I know Miami just went and got Vic Fangio to run their defense. He's one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. That's one thing with Miami last year, Danny. Their defense stunk. They were not – with all the talent they had on defense, they were terrible. They couldn't get to the quarterback. Their scheme stunk. They're blitzing like crazy. I think Fangio comes in and gives them a monster defense. The only reason I'm not picking them to win it, Buffalo has won the division now each of the last three years. I know there are questions. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, what's going on there? They lose Tremaine Edmonds, who was a big part of their defense. But I almost feel like I need to see somebody in this division go and slay them. Miami played them really tough last year. I know they lost three out of what they lose, two out of three games. They played great in the snow. And they almost won a freaking game with Skylar Thompson, at quarterback. So I, I get why there's a lot of folks nationally who are like selling their Buffalo stock. They still have Josh Allen as their quarterback. So I'm going to give Buffalo the slightest of edges going into the year. I do think, though, if we're talking Miami Jets, better value bet to win the division. I think Miami is a better value bet. Okay. What other bets? Do you have any NFL futures bets that you like okay. right now? I have a couple. I have a couple. So I'm looking at Atlanta to win the South. That division is there for the taking. Uh, everybody is on the New Orleans bandwagon. I am not. Like, no thanks. Carolina, intriguing. Frank Reich, intriguing. Young quarterback, not willing to go there. And Tampa, obviously, retooling after the Tom Brady era has come to a close. I think Atlanta has these sort of personnel. They were in a lot of games last year. A lot of games they lost down to the wire. I think they're well coached. I think Robinson gives them a different dynamic offensively. So I'm betting Atlanta. That is one I've already made to win the AFC, the NFC South. The other one I like, Parkins. Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. Listen, Cincinnati's the team to beat. I understand that. Yeah. Baltimore has John Harbaugh. I, I love Harbaugh. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league. Cleveland's another one of these teams. Full year now for Deshaun Watson. He's back in football shape. That's a very talented team, dude. That's a team that, to me, underperformed in so many different ways. Tough division. Got to knock down a champ. I understand that. But I think there's value. I know for sure, Danny, I am betting them as an over. And I'm sprinkling a little bit on them to win the AFC North. Okay. I like – I. The NFC South obviously is wide open, right? Three teams won seven games last year. I think I'm going to be a little bit more bullish on Carolina. Because Don't you feel like it's Carolina or Atlanta? I almost feel like one of those two teams, you just got to handicap it properly. Yeah. I look at Carolina and it's like they probably overperformed a bit to get to seven wins, but they just improved at quarterback and coach. So their defense is still very good. And they're clearly not punting on the season with and they're gonna they're just gonna play Bryce. And if he's awesome, he could be great. Like that we we see it happen. And I think there's a lot of special stuff there. So I think I'm a little bit more bullish on Carolina because like you're backing Desmond Ritter and I'm backing the number one pick in the draft. But Atlanta's gonna be a really, really fun they might be a fun bad team. They won't coach too. He's a good coach, Danny. He's a good coach. I, I Listen, he's not had a whole lot to work with offensively. Like, the last two quarterbacks he's worked with are Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota. You know what I mean? So, like, he can get enough out of a so-so quarterback. He can. 
Okay, and then we like to do some uh, some media on this pod. You are uh, you are very successful. You've had very high profile jobs, and you've also had the highest profile mentors that a person could possibly have. Mike Francesa spoke very highly of you and helped you out at WFAN. And then Bill Simmons hires you uh, to do his first local podcast at The Ringer. I know that you have spoken about both of them as being professional mentors to you. Who is Who gives more advice, Simmons or Francesa? Wow. I never thought about that. That's a great question. They give advice in very different ways. I feel like Bill is far more strategic. Just you can tell he's worked a lot of different places. He's got like that visionary approach. I feel like Mike's advice has always been the market, the area, you know, the the performance of being a New York sports personality. So it's definitely profound advice. It's coming from the Pope. It's coming from Mike Francesa. I understand that. But with Bill, it's it's very strategic in the way of thinking about, you know, putting together a podcast as far as what works, what doesn't, what gets clicks, what doesn't, like that sort of deal where it's not hot takey, give or take, but it's thinking about what people from like a certain age demographic are looking for. So that would be probably the best way I would kind of compare contrast. So I'd say Simmons by smidge by smidge Parkins. Does Francesa text? Yeah, he does. And not only this, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I should be saying this. Uh, I might be uh, seeing him actually next week for a certain uh, television appearance. I don't know if that's been promoted yet. So uh, might be breaking news on your podcast. I don't know. Oh, don't worry about it. We won't. We won't clip this and uh, send, no, okay. send, send it. Andrew Marshhead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We won't. We won't be. We won't be sending it out uh, to the masses. It. It had to have been weirder for you to get the blessing of Francesa than Simmons. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you loved Simmons and his podcast, and that's amazing. But as a WFAN kid, like, like which one was more of a, like, holy shit moment? I, I would guess knowing you, Francesa, but Simmons obviously changed your career a lot, too. So, like, wh- which one was crazier? Uh, I'm going to say Mike, although Mike I was introduced to far more in a conventional way because I was working at the radio station. And I got my start at the radio station on his show on a contest. So, yeah. you know, there's kind of that tie-in. The Simmons story, though, Danny, is insane. I'm doing a radio show after a Thursday night football game. This is the COVID times. I'm doing radio out of a one-bedroom apartment. The entire block in Brooklyn probably heard my show. They didn't need to turn on the radio. They literally could open up their windows or walk down the street and they could hear me yelling and screaming about the Yankees and the football, whatever. But I'm getting ready to go back on the air. We had the Westwood one Thursday night game. And I get a follow from Bill Simmons. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this this is it's Bill Simmons. What's going on here? So I DM him because I listen to their pod with Sal every week. You know, we're big gamblers. We like to uh, have some fun guests in the lines and whatnot. And basically was like, yeah, I want to get you on the phone. Uh, Big fan of yours and talk career stuff. And then we talked on the phone for like an hour. And I felt like it was someone that I had known 
like my entire life. You know what I mean? Like you just get on the phone, you start shooting the breeze or whatever. It was like, damn. So crazy in, in, in different ways. Like Mike was definitely more like the wow factor because of what he represented in like my childhood. And but you were anticipating up. meeting Mike. Yeah, I would say, yeah, once yeah. I, I figured that was far more likely. Like I never yeah. really envisioned that Bill Simmons and my paths would ever cross at all. You know what I mean? Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.